In this week's episode, myself and Josh will talk about big life changes. So grab your cup of coffee and join us around the table for the one with the big announcement. What is up? Welcome to episode 19 of Coffee and Combos. I can't believe we're already at 19. Man, have we made it this far? I know. Thanks for listening. So, today I am joined with none other than my lovely husband, Josh. So, how are you? I am doing really great. It's been an awesome week. Uh, refreshing week uh, yesterday uh, and today have been really uh, cool days. Um, so yeah, it's been good. How about you? It's been good. It's been busy. It's been busy, but I'm excited for Fourth of July. Woo-hoo. And yeah, getting to hang it's out. a weird Fourth of July. Like I, know. I mean, you know, COVID clearly has ruined everything with Fourth of July. But <laughs> everything. I feel all. like normally like my tradition is to buy a bunch of fireworks and do fireworks and not this year no no fireworks this year Mm -mm. Mm -mm. man um well welcome everyone to episode 19 we're really excited uh, for tonight's episode hopefully you enjoyed last week's talk with our friend ej uh it's the most listened to episode that's wild and we've had um a lot of new uh, followers, subscribers on Instagram, especially. We've had a lot of new followers there. Um, so we just so appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. That was also our longest episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually talked to EJ, and uh, we're going to be doing another episode for sure. We'll do like a part two because there's definitely some more we want to dig into with that. Um, but tonight, um, if you are a new subscriber, if you're maybe, you know, even if you've been at this channel literally since episode one, um, please hit that subscribe, that follow button, leave us a rating, a comment, uh, share this podcast with your friends. It helps this channel grow. And, uh, and we're really excited. We've been saying this, but we have a Patreon page. Um, so we would love for you guys, if this podcast has impacted you, um, in whatever manner, Listen, Patreon's awesome because you get to support and to help us really grow this podcast to make it stronger. And um, and there's like small amounts to give. There's I think the largest amount you can give is like twenty bucks a month, um, and that's a really cool one because you get a freshly um, roasted bag of coffee from Symmetry every mm-hmm. single month. Um, so really, really cool um, tiers on Patreon, but um, definitely go check that out. It, the link will be in the show notes. Um, so if you click this podcast, the show notes will come up. And then uh, on our Instagram page, the link is there as well. But really excited for some future stuff that we have um, coming up. Tonight, we're switching up a bit. We're drinking a coffee, um, not from Symmetry. I know. <laughs> Dang, Shock. shame. So, Ted, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do like to try other coffees. And I was perusing at Publix, like I love to do. You can ask Becca. I just mm-hmm. love walking through the aisles and just seeing what's new. And there was this coffee at the bottom of the shelf that wasn't priced um, real bad at all. I was really shocked by the price. It was whole bean, which Publix doesn't really sell a lot of whole bean. And um, and it's a Hawaiian coffee. So it is called Kauai Coffee. Um, and this one is the 
I'm probably going to really butcher this name, but I want to say it's the Koala Estate. Um, and it's a medium roast, um, light floral notes, bright aroma. Um, so tonight I did V60 style, and um, it's my favorite brewing method. I just think it's clean, um, really brings out a lot of notes within the coffee. And so far it's really good. I like the... Um, Oh man, I'm I, I'm forgetting the name, but the Polynesian at Disney mm-hmm. sells Kona. Kona, it's the Kona blend. <laughs> yeah, the Kona blend that is my all time favorite. It's from Joffrey's. I love that coffee, but this coffee, I don't think the Kona blend is actually from Hawaii. I could be wrong, but this coffee is imported and from Hawaii. Um, so it's a really really cool one. Um, so far, it tastes really good. Definitely not. Clearly as good as Symmetry or one of maybe the the higher-end craft brands. But if you're looking just for a good cup of coffee, um, it, it doesn't have that burn flavor like most of the coffees do. So go go check it out. Publix has it. It's a blue bag. Um, and it has like a little Hawaiian girl coming out of coffee steam on the front of the bag. It's kind of a strange. <laughs> sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's strange. Um, and I'm drinking it because I, you know, I wanted to be traditional with this i'm drinking it from my polynesian mug um which side note there is a really good chance we might we might we'll see we might uh-huh. be staying at the polynesian well yeah we'll we see. might we might is <laughs> is a little pricey but it is a dream of ours and the lord has made a way to potentially do that so we'll see <laughs> But um, really, really cool stuff. This coffee is really great. And uh, like we said, we always like to try new coffee and stuff like that. Another really exciting thing we have going on right now on our Instagram page. So if you don't follow our Instagram, what are you doing with your life? How are you even a real fan? Like get over there, follow it. Um, our good friend EJ, since we did the interview this entire month, we've been um, you know kind of advertising and talking about his amazing artwork, which... Um, by the way, we have some hanging up in our living room right now, and it looks Ooh. amazing, uh, and even some in our bedroom. But um, he, we, we basically commissioned him to do a special, unique piece specifically for coffee and combos. And so he came up with this amazing pop art um, style, uh, kind of grungy looking art. Um, so there's really coffee cool. mugs on it. There's um, like those old fashioned style lips. And so, you know, coffee and combos. So right now, over on our Instagram, we have a basically the giveaway going on. And you guys, if you follow those instructions, have a chance to win this amazing piece of art. We'll ship it to you if you're out of state. If you're in Ocala, we'll personally deliver it to you. Um, so make sure you go check out that giveaway. And uh, make sure you go support him, Official Ness. Uh, mm-hmm. Literally the best art out there. I love his art. He does a wide variety of art, not just like superhero art, but he does other really unique abstract art as well. And so uh, be sure to to check that out and check out the giveaway. So Becca, tell us, what are we talking about? What's the big announcement? Oh gosh. So, well, I mean, you're really the one to share the big announcement, <laughs> but um, yeah. So <clears throat> at the beginning of June, well, it follows a lot 
more to the beginning of the year. But yeah, January. The beginning of June is when the decision finally got made, and we can share a little bit more about that story. But, Josh, do you want to tell them what the sure. big decision? Yeah, big, big announcement. announcement. Yeah. Big announcement is I, many of you guys know, um, for those that know me personally and for those that don't, uh, I've been a pastor for close to nine years here in Ocala, Florida, at a church called City Light Church, great non-denominational church. Um, started off as an intern and worked my way into full time, um, overseeing our youth ministry, our guest experience. I was a preaching pastor on the platform, uh, social media, all kinds of stuff. And uh, and yeah, it back um, what's it been now? Four weeks ago, mm-hmm. I decided to resign um, from being yeah. on staff <laughs> as a pastor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Crazy. It, it, you know, it was a decision that I never thought I would make. I always had foreseen myself staying at City Light, planning there, um, you know, and, and growing with them. And I have. But, and we'll talk more about this tonight, um, sometimes the Lord calls us to make decisions that sometimes don't make sense. Yeah, I feel really and uncomfortable. And feel very uncomfortable. Um, it was a decision. You can ask Becca. Um, we had prayed over this decision for a while mm-hmm. and just really even sought mentors of ours and just uh, consulted each other. And the thing that like I've always told people um, and I've tried to like live by this standard is, you know, if you don't have the peace of God on it, don't do it. <clears throat> yeah. And we had never had the peace of God on it, you know? And so um, it got to a place where finally the Lord started giving us peace. Um, it was really funny too, because it was like right after uh, the church reopened from COVID, yeah. the Lord started giving us this peace in our home and in our heart. And so I told Becca, I said, um, <laughs> this is a hard decision. Yeah. And I think we kind of came to a point where even though, we had had months of praying about it. Um, it. It came to a point where we kind of had to pull the trigger and be obedient. Yeah. Um, and so back in, <clears throat> I think it was probably around January, you had been meeting with one of our trusted mentors um, who we know and love and trust. And they're just amazing, amazing, amazing. And they had kind of, had a vision of like a ministry that you and I were to launch because they knew our heart. They knew we wanted yeah. to do ministry together. They knew that there was going to be another chapter for us and it wasn't probably going to include the church in some way, shape or form, but we had no kind of no idea really right. what that even looked like. Right. And so she began to pray um and and seek the Lord for us and 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 she had kind of got the feel that it was going to be there was definitely going to be a transition time she didn't yeah. really know when it was or anything like that but where we were going to step away yeah and um and this is kind of all we've known is you know ministry and even though I work you know in the marketplace and I work in the hospitality industry my heart is still ministry. And for Josh, he's been there since he was 19. And so that's kind of all we've ever known. So the idea of stepping out of something like that is super scary. And it's yeah. certainly all we've ever known as a couple 
you know, all of the, oh gosh, almost six years that I've known Josh, yeah. it's always been ministry. It's been, it's been at City so, Light, too. Yeah. yeah, and it's always been City Light. And so um, definitely crazy, crazy, crazy. And, and I remember Josh and I, we went away one weekend, um, and my parents watched Jude, and, and um, we just kind of... I remember it was so fun. It was like sort of chilly out. We were sitting in the um, like this open, beautiful open like grass area on a bench, and we were just talking. And it was it was probably like ten or eleven at night, and we were kind of just dreaming together about what this next, what that next season might look like, and what the Lord um, might be calling us to. And so we started dreaming it, and. Um, just kind of had to say to ourselves, you know, hey, whenever the Lord calls us, we're gonna, we're just gonna need to say yes. Yeah. Like, I think that we have, and it was so crazy because it's so true. I can like, I can remember the conversation like it was yesterday. But we were talking about how, you know, God has provided so much for us. You know, we have a beautiful home and we had stable jobs and, um. A beautiful son and we always had you know food on the table we were it was able to afford some extra things you know that we wanted but um we always were comfortable and so we had really felt that whatever this next season was whenever it was <clears throat> that it was probably going to be really uncomfortable yeah <laughs> and that we were really going to have to shift out of our comfort zone yeah and so um so yeah, and when when we were talking about this, we were thinking, oh gosh, it's probably going to be a year or two at the like soonest. Yeah, when this would take place, because like he said, we never had a piece on it um, at all about leaving, and no. we believe that you don't leave a church until you feel peace, so that God will you know bless your next ministry. Yeah, and so, um, but yeah, so then. You know, fast forward to the beginning of Jude, June, and it was Jude. Jude. <laughs> Got Jude on I know. <laughs> and uh, beginning of June, and um, it kind of hit us like a sack of bricks, like exactly what we had anticipated it might look like, but way sooner than we ever expected. Yeah. And so it was kind of one of those things where that piece hit us, and we knew we needed to act um, and be obedient. And so this podcast is now taking place of that faith step that we're walking in. Um, And I'll let you kind of go on that. Yeah. um, Your season that you feel like right now. Yeah, sure. Uh, Yeah. Beck hit a lot of the really key points. You know, we had felt in January, the Lord was calling us to a ministry. You know, if you don't know this already, I would encourage you to go back to episode two and you can really hear more of our heart on, but a big aspect of our life is purity. Um, You know, for both of us, we came out of a season of uh, just walking out of, you know, um, just uh, basically sexual purity and just really uh, making sure our eyes stay clean and our hearts stay clean. And so um, for us, our passion, our heart is to see others walk in that same uh, purity uh, sexually, you know, whether it's maybe there's a porn addiction, maybe there's um, lust, you know, yeah. lust or wh- whatever the case might be. So we we had this kind of um, this passion in our heart to launch some kind of ministry that would incorporate that. But another big aspect for us is inner healing. Um, inner healing has greatly impacted our life, mm-hmm. and um, I don't, I don't, I think I'll take a whole episode in the future yeah. to explain inner healing. But just imagine, it's just 
a doctor's appointment where you go in, you go into this awesome room with people who are ready to walk with you and the Holy Spirit leads you through things of your past and begins to heal those areas that are broken. Yeah, because if you think about it, you know, and like I said, we will talk about this in another thing, but inner healing is basically the same as if, for instance, you got like a super deep gash and you're like, oh gosh, I have to go to the doctor. You go to the emergency room or whatever it might be. And they just put a Band-Aid over this super deep gash. Yeah, Yeah, like that you clearly need it to be cleaned. You need stitches. You might need more medical attention. You might need surgery. You might need all these kinds of things. But they just slap a Band-Aid on it. And that's kind of what the world does with healing. And so the inner healing is what goes through and cleans out. Dealing with the source. Deals with the source, finds the root, um, and really gives it gives you a chance to actually heal from whatever it may be. Um, And so it's really, really, really incredible. Well, you know, and and this is like, what's so cool about what what this ministry of the Lord's called us to is science is now coming out. Neuroscience especially is coming out and proving the spiritual implications of what exactly Becca just said. Um, There is such a thing as, you know, um, spiritual trauma um, that is done to the body, just as if you were to get in a car accident and there's trauma from that. Um, The same goes for emotional trauma, Mm -hmm. spiritual trauma, soul trauma, right? Um, If you went through a really nasty breakup um, with a significant other, there's going to be trauma to that. Mm -hmm. If all your life, you know, you had parents who ridiculed you and called you dumb, that's emotional trauma. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So these are things that culture would never talk about. They'd just say, get over it, or you might have to go see a psychiatrist for the rest of your life. And listen, there's nothing wrong with that kind of counseling, but um, when you're in Christ and you have that relationship with Jesus, he longs to heal the broken areas. Yeah. Um, Think of it as like the, you know, growing up, I'll never forget this. uh, We lived on this road and man, there was just potholes. So my, you know, driving home with my mom I mean, we were just hitting these potholes, and it was just boom, boom, boom. So imagine, if you would, a lot of times the county would send out um, crews, and they would just put this temporary asphalt. And as soon as a hard rain hit, Mm -hmm. it would literally get all that asphalt out, and boom, back to the potholes. That's the way it is in our life. When we put temporary fixes on it, or we just say, well, whatever, I forgot about it. You actually didn't really forget about it, and um, it could cause an issue, something else. Yeah, you know that kind that those kinds of wounds that you may not even know have taken root can affect you mentally, emotionally, physically, because um, we've seen it happen in our own life. Yeah, and so um, it's really, really incredible, and so we're really excited. So right now we're sort of in that process of um, equipping. Yeah. And learning and um, really looking into the science of trauma, the science of pornography, the science of all of those kinds of things that we're going to be dealing with. And yeah. Um, yeah and so the, the ministry the, back in January, the Lord had started kind of giving us a vision for this. Then in February, he gave us a name. And so the name of the ministry is going to be Katharos Network. Uh, Katharos is the Greek word for purity. Um, pure in heart. And so um, 
this ministry is going to focus on its its main elements going to be purity but we already know there's going to be inner healing ministry there's going to be counseling there's going to be coaching um we've kind of uh, already kind of felt like maybe even a coffee shop that the very heart of this ministry is going to be prayer and worship so it's not going to be a church um people keep asking me this question they're like so what are you are you guys launching a church i'm like no like it is it is a resource for the church so the the kind of mental picture the Lord gave me was a wagon wheel. If you think about a wagon wheel, there's this center spoke and it holds all the other spokes together. Um, and and how many know, like without that center spoke, those other spokes are not going to have the stability. So the Lord showed me that that center spoke for our ministry is going to be prayer and worship. And um, there's a really cool ministry down in Tampa called the underground that I got to go to. <clears throat> and it's a, it's a network of over 300 plus micro churches all across Tampa. And their whole goal is to empower people to do the work of the ministry that they're passionate about. So there's micro churches about um, re- reaching prostitutes. There's micro churches about uh, reaching foster parents. It's really cool stuff. But their main hub, as they call it, is in this old abandoned mall. And what's really cool is in not even in the center of the room where they're at, but in the kind of midst of them is a prayer and worship room. And then on the outskirts are these really cool little cubicles that they give to nonprofits to have an office space. There's a doctor's office um, that specifically reaches the homeless. Um, there's equipping areas for people who are interested in ministry. There's a library. There's a conference room you can rent out. So just really neat um, stuff. And so that gave me inspiration when I went there to visit last year. And so when the Lord gave me this wagon wheel picture, he showed me a building. Um, and I don't know if the building will be round, but I do know that in the center of this building will be a room dedicated to exalting Jesus. Mm-hmm. And from there, um, we want to partner with nonprofits, you know, like Young Life and all these other nonprofits that are doing amazing work, but they might not have uh, office space. And so providing affordable office space for them. So that's all future plans. We, you know, I don't have a timeline. I keep no. telling people that, you know, um, the Lord could launch this ministry next month. Mm-hmm. But in my heart, I feel like, and we both feel that we need to go through a season of equipping. So right now, um, we're at the Healing Place of Ocala, which is an inner healing mm-hmm. style ministry. <clears throat> they focus on counseling and helping people deal with stuff. So we're there being equipped, being poured into. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this season of ministry that I came out of, and this is just me being really raw right now and transparent. Spiritually, I've never been so alive in my life. Like I just feel so close to the Father. But mentally, I am incredibly burned out. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I think I never wanted to admit that in ministry. It's almost like this uh, kind of pride thing. You you don't want to admit when you're burned out. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always used to hear people say, oh, don't get burned out in ministry. And I always used to say things like, well, I'm not going to get burned out. This is the work of Jesus. But, um, and I believe I didn't spiritually, but mentally. Uh, and emotionally, I'm just kind of at a place where I just need to recover. So. And I think even, even, and I could be wrong, but I, I, I think that you're able to see that now as you've stepped back. Right. But I think the Lord has 
knowing that this was going to come about has protected you and has had like a guard around you during your season in ministry. Oh yeah. So like I operated, I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah. I gave it my all and still had creative ideas. So it wasn't, you're right. Until I decided to resign, uh, it felt for the first week after resigning, I could feel stuff getting pulled out of my heart. Like, literally. I mean, it's the strangest feeling. And then, I, uh, it was week two, I hit this wall. Yeah. And um, there was a couple of days I struggled with depression. I was down um, because I just was like, did I make the right decision? Oh, my gosh. You know how the enemy works. He'll come in and start bringing all kinds of crap and throwing it in your face. And so, I found myself in this moment confronting the burnout that the Lord had really guarded me from. Yeah. Um, and so now I'm in this season of active recovery of just really, you know, and it's funny, I had walked in a season, especially the last couple of years, where I just didn't even want to pick up like a book to read. Like I struggled focusing and I finished a book last week, like an entire <laughs> book. And now I'm on my second book and I'm finding like that joy and passion again to be able to do the things that I've, I've always loved. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does this all mean? I hate reading, first of all. I yeah, hate reading. reading. And I have been getting up the last couple of days She's and reading it. before yeah. I go to work. Yeah. And, well, let's like, talk about that real quick. Yeah. We decided for both of us, we wanted to start, you know, kind of a new healthy rhythm. We've been doing Peloton and that's been great. But um, the Lord had really convicted me about getting up at 430, which is like, God, do you hate me? Like, <laughs> if you know me, I'm a night owl. Like, what are you doing to me? Um, and you know, I heard this thing, one of, one of the vloggers I follow, his name is Casey Nicet. He, um, he wakes up every day at four 30 and my, and my pastor, a city light pastor, Ken, he woke up at four 30 every day. And I was like, what the heck is wrong with these people? Like, are they just mentally like ill? Like wh- yeah. who wants to wake up that early unless you have to go to work or something? Um, but according to like Navy SEALs and people in the military, like this is the from like 4.30, I think, until like 8 is your most productive time in the morning. So last week, I decided, hey, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to discipline my body. And I failed. I'll be the first two minutes. I haven't been consistent. Times, but... Um, but my body is adjusting to it. And what's beautiful is, you know, I'll have a moment where um, – you know, Jude and Becker are still asleep, so I'll just spend some time with the Father. No Bible, no journal, no books, nothing. Just sitting and allowing Him to speak. Then I'll go into a time of reading the Word. And then I'll go into a time of um, reading a couple chapters in a book. And then I'll start work, mm-hmm. um, which right now work for me is applying to jobs. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Lord. <laughs> Until I get a job. Um, that will be my, my work. And then, Becca, you wake up. Um, yeah. and, and join and you do devos and mm-hmm. prayer. And so it's a really cool time in the morning because, you know, our son's still asleep. So we have that kind of us time. Yes. Cause by the time we put him down, we're exhausted and ready to just get ready for bed. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's been a really great time. And I great. have, I can tell just the difference that it, you know, it gives. I mean, oh, yeah. people always say it, like, you know, start your morning off in the quiet time, Ugh, blah, 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 know. you know. You know that you know that you're supposed to do it, but you still don't do it. <laughs> you don't do but, it. And even though, you know, we say it works, there are plenty of seasons where we're like, this is great, we're doing it, and then we totally fail for, like, months at a time, it feels like, which is horrible. But, yeah. but you know, we're humans and we're trying, and, you know, I think that's yeah, what matters mistakes, is, yeah. you know, for for us, 
we haven't failed unless we just give up completely. Right. And so, you know, yeah, we might be super tired and sleep in one day, but we're going to try again the next day. We're yeah. not just going to give up and, um, well, and reward yourself. I told myself, I'm going to, I'm going to wake up like that Monday through Friday mm-hmm. and then Saturday and Sunday I'll sleep in until seven, maybe eight o'clock mm-hmm. and then I'll wake up. So I think if you give yourself rewards like that, it's easier to do goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're really, listen guys, we're so excited. We asked for those that are listening. Um, just, Keep us in your thoughts and prayers mm-hmm. um, during the season because, Jesus, I need a job, y'all. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, we are looking. Um, that was one of the things I felt from the Lord is he said, go back into um, the professional sector. So right now I'm applying you know, management jobs all across the board, social work jobs. Um, I want to get into the muck of it because I believe – God's going to give us um, strategy yeah. of how to help people who are dealing with brokenness. Yeah. And to be able to, you know, as a pastor, you get to see definitely brokenness firsthand, but you're not exposed to it daily. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the season that I've been in as a pastor has given me the strength and tools necessary that when I walk back into um, a professional realm, I'm not going to be persuaded or um, overcome by the amount of brokenness because if we're just honest, it doesn't matter the kind of job. Mm-hmm. We're surrounded by that, mm-hmm. right? E- even in the church to a degree, but especially in the professional sector. So I'm excited. We'll see what the Lord opens mm-hmm. and we'll keep you guys updated on that. So, and um, we, you know, we'll start sharing more about Catharos Network as, yep. you know, time comes and the Lord gives us different words for it. Um, we do have an Instagram on it and, um, and so, yeah, so we'll start posting yeah. stuff, and you can even follow that if that's something that yep. you want to Yeah, there's an Instagram and Facebook, so we're going to start posting some content on there just to kind of give people glimpses of what we're seeing. And yeah. But the actual ministry itself, we don't know when it will we'll yeah. officially kick off. We yeah. haven't we yeah. haven't heard from the Lord on that. So we're just kind of in it, like we said, we're in a season right now of really just um, going to the leaders that are pouring into us and just saying, hey, will you guys equip us, get us ready for this next season of yeah. ministry? So exciting. That's the big announcement. Woo! Definitely a new chapter. It's like a Definitely. whole new, like literally, I feel like a chapter of a book right now. I know. And like the exciting part is, and people keep asking me like if I'm okay or blah, blah, blah about it just because it's all, you know, so different right. and new. But I'm just like, honestly, like I'm kind of excited because Josh and I have never just like gone to church and not had oh, yeah. a responsibility. It's going to be weird. Like, I don't know. So I'm so excited. And we're, we're going to be exploring. We're really excited about this. We're going to be exploring all kinds of churches. Yeah. We decided that, um, you know, to, to allow City Light to move on and just uh, step into the season that they're in right now, yeah. we want to take a break from there. Um, so we're going to be checking out Presbyterian churches, Pentecostal yeah. <laughs> churches, non-denominationals. Uh, we'll, we'll see. And we're just going to – we want to see the body of Christ as well because we know Catharos will be a resource slash equipping mm-hmm. ministry for the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we want to be able to help the church um, later when that ministry launches. But, um, yeah, exciting stuff on the horizons. Yeah. And listen, guys, if you need anything, if you need prayer, if you need encouragement, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Shoot yeah. us a DM on Instagram. 
um, email us, um, and and we would love to connect and just um, to help you. It was so cool. Um, one of our listeners had reached out to me personally on my Facebook, and just like it, it was one of those moments where you do a podcast like this and you don't realize like is this yeah. thing even reaching people, which we know it is. It's reaching thousands, which is awesome. So cool. But this this person had said like. They just love how authentic and real this podcast mm-hmm. is and just um, the quality. And and it just blew me away of like, here we are in small town Ocala, mm-hmm. two people who, you know, we're not like a Justin Bieber style influence, <laughs> but yet we're influencing people yeah. for the better. And so for all the listeners, you guys are the ones that are keeping this thing going. And so we so appreciate you. And uh, we can't wait to see you next Friday. Mm-hmm. We'll see you we'll then. We'll do our giveaway then. So. Yes, Ooh, next woo. Friday it will be announced. And so be get on the on lookout. Instagram. Get on Instagram. Until Friday, you have a chance to win it. So get on there, and it's going to be awesome. So love you guys so much. We'll see you next Friday. See you guys next week.